Welcome to localjobnetwork.com radio. I'm your host, Jenna Konar, and you're listening to Employment Notebook, a show where we discuss every topic under the sun regarding employment and the workplace. Today, we're exploring the issue of saying yes too often at work. Being motivated and willing to take on new responsibilities at work is often a good thing, but saying yes too often can also have harmful effects on your motivation and ultimately your career. So to explore this topic further, we're chatting with Melody Wilding. Melody is a licensed social worker and founder of a career coaching firm for young professional women and female entrepreneurs. How are you doing today, Melody? Great, Jenna. So happy to be here. So before we dive into the topic, do you want to tell me briefly about your background working with young professionals? Sure, sure. So I am a therapist and I have a practice where I pretty much exclusively work with young men and women in their 20s and 30s, typically people who are in the first five to 10 years of their career around all of the emotional and mental challenges that come along with success and having a successful careers, everything from self-doubt and dealing with challenging situations in the workplace, relationships that work, work-life balance, all of those types of things. So it's really important to me that I think there's so many of us who struggle with emotional problems when it comes to work, but we don't really talk about it that often. So it's wonderful to bring something like this, saying yes, or learning how to say no. Um, into the spotlight some more. So thank you for having me. Yeah, we're glad you could join us. So this idea of saying yes too often in the workplace, in general, what would you say are a few of the reasons why employees feel pressure to say yes to every task or responsibility that may come their way? Yeah, I, I think it's something a lot of us are familiar with. It comes from the willingness to want to prove ourselves. We're hired to do a certain job, and and once you get into that role, you want to make sure that you're higher up, that the people around you think that you're valuable and that you're contributing to the team. So I think a lot of that willingness to say yes comes from that drive to want to prove yourself and be valuable. In your opinion, do you think employees, maybe with certain personalities or certain experience in the workplace, tend to overextend themselves by saying yes too often, maybe more than other employees? Definitely. And there's a few different types of people where you tend to see this. So the first is definitely people who have an achiever mindset or who are very highly motivated. And if you think about it, we're sort of set up to be always asking for more, always saying yes. In school, you always want to be getting good grades. You always want to be proving yourself. You always want to be doing more. But once you get into the workforce, that impulse to want to keep achieving plays out in in saying yes to things and not learning how to draw boundaries when something may take away from your time working on something else or may not be the right fit for you or may be below your skill level. And we also see it with people who are people pleasers um, or frankly pushovers, where if you don't have strong boundaries and you you aren't a very assertive or outgoing person. Uh, it can actually happen a lot with introverts who feel very uncomfortable and nervous about pushing back on people. So there's a number of different forms it can take. I know you had mentioned that you taught, you work with a lot of young professionals. 
Would you say that maybe employees in certain positions feel more pressure to say yes? Maybe someone who is lower in the chain of command feels more pressure to say yes to everything? Definitely newer employees, if you're new to the environment, which tends to go hand in hand now with being a younger employee. You're either in the first few years of your career or millennials tend to jump around jobs more often. So you will find yourself in a new role or a new company more often where, again, you want to prove yourself to the people around you. And you mentioned this before. Do you think the the culture at large plays an, a role in this pressure to say yes at all times? We kind of, we live in a high achieving culture where you're expected to do a lot of different things and to do them all well. Do you think this plays into it too? Yeah, definitely. Something I wanted to mention is, is also, I think it's kind of a societal cultural impulse as well that, that this, this willingness to please is coming from. Because now, especially in the last few years as the economy has been recovering, we all know jobs are hard to find. People feel a lot of pressure to want to keep the job they have. So they want to ground and make sure they can be doing as much as they're doing. Or even now a lot in, in startup culture or as companies are downsizing, people are being forced to take on new duties. But it's all about learning where to draw those boundaries. Like you were saying, Jenna, it's healthy and it's great to take on additional responsibility. You just need to know what to pick and choose and where to draw that line. Once someone, let's say someone's a new employee or has only been with the organization for a year or so, once they start to become known as a yes person, are they going to be continually asked to take on more projects more often than maybe other employees who have been saying no to certain responsibilities? You might be. Uh, it depends. So once someone tends to be known as that yes person, you are the person who is top of mind when a new project comes up, especially to your boss. If they know that they can trust you and bring you new things, you are going to be the first person they will come to with those things, which is why it's so important when you can to push back. We all know that maybe um, getting too many responsibilities can cause stress. What would you say are the emotional or mental results of saying yes too often at work? So the biggest way it affects people is in terms of burnout. If you're just overextending yourself and you spread yourself too thin, frankly, you're going to be fatigued. You're going to mentally lose focus. You'll get to work on Monday and still feel like you've had no rest over the weekend because you're just running on fumes. And you're not going to be able to give 100% of your effort to your core duties either because your motivation is spread thin, your focus is spread thin, so you aren't going to be good at any one thing. You're just going to be giving less of your energy to many things. And I think some of the other ways we see it emotionally are just that feeling of overwhelm, that feeling of anxiety, like you're being rushed around and you're never at peace. For a lot of people, that then manifests in, in insomnia um, or changing your behaviors, weight gain, weight loss. So there, it's really widespread. And for those who are listening, maybe they've gotten themselves in a pattern of saying yes too often at work. And they realize that, you know, now is the time for me to change this behavior. When they're at work, what types of responsibilities would you think that they should start to say no to? What types of tasks would be something that maybe would be the first things they would say, 
you know, they would talk to their manager and say, you know, maybe this is something we can delegate to someone else. What types of things would you say for that? Yeah, there's four key areas I want to go over. And especially for younger employees, I think the one that personally I see most often with my clients is when it's somebody else's work or somebody is better suited for the role. So as I was saying, you know, now more and more often um, employees are being asked to wear multiple hats. So for example, you may find yourself being asked to attend an event in place of somebody from the marketing department or run some reports for someone from a different department. And it's really important there when it's actually somebody else's core responsibility and part of their core job that you push back and and try to align the responsibilities correctly. For an employee who would like to try to delegate these tasks to others, what would be a way that they can say no, um, whether it's to their manager or to a, a colleague, what would be a way that they could say no in a professional way? And could you give us a practical example of that? I think there's a few ways. And, you know, if people always want um, sort of a script for these things, but it, it really depends on your personal situation. It depends on your boss's communication style and the type of organizational structure that you have in, in terms of how this would actually play out. A few strategies to use. One is always coming to the table with a solution. So if you do want to push back, if you do want to get something off your plate, you want to come prepared with a game plan and offering up a solution for how that's going to happen. It may be that you did some legwork and you evaluated that, you know what, actually, we don't need to be running this report or we don't need to be doing whatever task this is. It may be that you found someone else who, whatever the task is, it presents a learning opportunity or a growth opportunity for them. Uh, A great example of that would be if you're doing something that's very data entry heavy Mm -hmm. or research heavy, that's a great task to say, hey, maybe our interns, this would be a great task for them to take on to learn more about the business, to um, learn more about how to do research. But you always want to come prepared with some sort of game plan. You don't want to approach your boss or any of the higher ups and just throw up your arms and say, I don't feel like doing this anymore. It's not my work. Too bad. Go find somebody else because that's not going to go over too well. <laughs> and another another solution that works really well, another way to push back and say no in a respectful way is to, when you're asked, when you're in that phase where you're being asked to take on something new, that's a really critical communication point. And when that's happening, you have an opportunity to open up a dialogue with your boss and here's when you could say, you know, okay, I understand that's an important task that needs to get done. Right now, these are the things that are on my plate. How would you suggest we reprioritize Mm -hmm. if this is that important and it needs to get done? What would you suggest? At least there, you're opening up an open-ended question, having a conversation about it rather than it being just a one-way exchange. You're elevating yourself in that situation. You also always want to make sure that if you are accepting a new task or, you know, in a lot of situations, we say yes to things because maybe we do want to be in better favor with our boss or, or maybe we do want to seem like we're doing them a favor or pitching in. Nothing's wrong with that. 
But if you do decide to say yes and agree, you want to make sure you're getting very clear boundaries and understanding of what's involved with that project. So you want to know exactly who you're going to be working with, how long this is expected to take, or how long it's going to last, when's the end date, what's going to be expected of you, will you have to attend certain meetings, will you have to create certain deliverables, and when are those due? Um, So you want to make sure you understand everything involved so you avoid miscommunication down the road. Right. And so it sounds like a lot of it is just thoughtful preparation on the employee's part, whether they're, you know, going into their manager to offer up a different solution or to explore it a little more. It sounds like um, you should be giving some thought into how you could say no in a respectful way and at the same time offer up a solution. Yeah. And and something I, I think it's really important for people to realize is that when your boss approaches you and says, hey, I need you to do this, it can be a little anxiety provoking mm-hmm. to feel caught off guard and, and be like, oh, wait, but I have to say no. And I can't think of some elegant, mm-hmm. eloquent response right off the back of my hand. And it's okay to then let some time pass, take that time to prepare, and then go back to your boss and say, hey, you know, I thought about this some more. And, and then present your plan. That's totally fine. What would be your advice for an employee who maybe has said no on numerous occasions to a responsibility that maybe would be best suited for someone else, or maybe the employee just doesn't have the time to work on that task? And if this employee has said no on several occasions, but they're still given the task by their manager, what do you think that that person should do at that point? I think it's time for a bigger evaluation. Then there's some bigger questions you have to ask yourself if you've tried uh, all of these tactics and techniques and you're not getting a response and you still feel like you're being taken advantage of, then it's time to really reevaluate the company, the culture, uh, your boss. It is possible that it's just not a good fit and you might need to be taking those conflicts as a sign that it's time to move on. And so on the flip side to everything we've been talking about so far, When would you say it's beneficial for an employee to say yes to a new responsibility or project? As I was alluding to before, if you're going to say yes, you always want to have a justification and a reason for how it is going to grow you and your skill set or advance your career in some way. And those can be in little ways. It could be the project presents an opportunity to work with new people that it gives you some sort of new exposure to a department or, let's say, your company's board or exposure at a conference. Another good opportunity to say yes is if it's a stretch assignment. So if it's going to challenge you in a healthy way, if you're going to have to learn a new skill to do it that you're excited about and a skill that will contribute to your career. So let's say, you know, for me personally, that would be anything involving Excel because I am my self skills are abysmal and it's something I would like to get good at. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I was an employee in that situation, I would really accept <laughs> wanting to do an Excel assignment because it would make me so much more skilled in that area that would be really beneficial to me on a number of levels. So those are the types of times you want to be saying yes. So we're actually running out of time, but I wanted to give you the last 30 seconds or a minute or so 
just to give our listeners any final words of advice that you would have on this topic, uh, the topic of saying yes too often at work and how you can balance saying no to certain things, but also saying yes to things that are good opportunities? Yeah, I think the last piece of advice I want to leave people with is that uh, sometimes we can be our own worst enemy and we create situations in our heads and make them much more scary. We're afraid that if we say no and we push back, our boss will freak out and fire us and that's it. Our life and our career are totally doomed. (laughs) And I would like to encourage people that 99% of the time, reality is not that scary. And learning to say no is is a skill and a muscle that you have to build up. And the more often you do it, the better you'll get at it and the more comfortable it will become. And I think the advice you've given today will really help our listeners who are hoping to apply some of this when new responsibilities or new projects are coming up at work. So with that final message, we will close today's show. You've been listening to Employment Notebook with our guest, Melody Wilding. Thanks for joining me and sharing your input today, Melody. Thanks for having me. And of course, we would like to hear input from you, the listeners, as well. Send us an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com or follow us on Twitter under at the LJN to share your thoughts, comments, and suggestions for our podcasts. Once again, I'm your host, Jenna Konar, and thanks for joining us. 